1: Um
0: You're listening to BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. What's going on Bleeding Green Nation? We have walked our way down to episode 28, which means we're v- resurrected. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we got to the crew here we're going to talk a little Eagle schedule. We're going to do some news and notes. Mr. BLG, Brandon Lee Gowton, editor-in-chief of BleedingGreenNation.com. What's happening, sir? 19 <laughs> Uh James Zilter, 97.5 Fanatic. Wave hello to the crowd.
1: You can't hear it if I wave,
0: John. That's not going to do much, I it? have heard your flappy arms <laughs> do some damage before. Uh, uh, I'm doing great, John. Thanks <laughs> for asking. And, of course, the uh, professor joining us as well, Mr.
2: Patrick Wall. What's going on, buddy? I think it's time for the podcast to find a nice girl. Why can't I find a nice girl?
0: Well, you know, just like I said last time, too many hood rats enjoying too much of the JMO late at night. Uh, but it's quick news and notes before we get into uh, the major thing that everybody's been talking about today, which is the schedule we released. Uh, Macklin saying that he is a full go. If training camp started today, there'd be no limitations. I guess that's a good sign, everybody. Uh, also, Chris Polk it seems like he had... Some pretty major shoulder surgery that really wasn't reported, but apparently went successful in the offseason. That'll worry me a little bit, and we can get into that somewhat. Mathis not holding out, which I kind of think we all expected. And uh, Brandon Boykin uh, going back and forth with uh, some random dude in uh, the New York Giants uniform uh, saying that he's the best slot corner in the game. Anybody want to comment on those things? Any uh, Anybody breathing uh, hard or feeling happy about any of that stuff? Well... We have Brandon
3: Boykin here, who is the best slot corner in the game. And Not only is he good, and we know that on the field, he had six interceptions and everything last year, but he's funny, too, and he handled it the right way. You know, he he wasn't trying to get, you know, into a real fight or anything. He was just having some fun on Twitter, which I think is all all good and well with, you know, the New York Giants-Eagles uh, rivalry. And what I think is funny is Walter Thurman was talking about how he hasn't allowed a touchdown in four years and that's 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 more impressive than him only having one interception. Well, Walter Thurman, you also played at the Seattle Seahawks, who have probably, you know, the best secondary in the league, you know, a pretty good supporting cast around there and a pretty good pass for us, too. So let's let's hold off on the one touchdown thing.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you, especially because I feel like whenever I would watch the Seattle Seahawks, Walter Thurman was the quote unquote guy that got picked on. So you know, it's like I, I feel like it's—he's always getting burned. He might not have let up a touchdown, but instead he's letting up eighty-yard you know passes to the one-yard line. It's like, come on, bro.
2: So one might call him the candy bar of the hey, uh, Seattle hey. do I mean, Ooh, I'll go there. I'll go there. <laughs> well, well uh, this is great.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, the good part of all of this uh, fun game that we're gonna play is—is is everybody's doing it. It's not original, but yet it's still fun. Uh, so the uh, the season schedule comes out, a couple of uh, surprises here, a couple of surprises there, some major matchups, definitely an entertaining schedule. Let's just get right into it. Uh, let's start out Sunday, the opener, 1 o'clock at CBS. The Gus Bus comes into town. It's really nice to have a home opener on week one. BLG, who do you have winning this ballgame?
3: Well, the Eagles are opening It's 11-point favorites in that game. So everyone wants to say already that's like a trap game or something. But, I mean, you know, the Jaguars, who do they have at quarterback? Like, I, I can't tell you who they have. I mean, I guess it's Chad Henney. They re-signed him. But who is that? You know what I mean? Uh, they're going to have a top draft pick. We'll see who they get. But, you know, I don't know. I am i don't see a trap
0: game. I see an Eagles win there. All right. James Zelter, opening weekend. Who you got, buddy?
1: gonna be fun to see johnny manzel coming into town oh, quarterbacking oh. the jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars in week one now i'm with you i think that's a clear win but i also think it's kind of ridiculous that there is a line on the game you know oh, course, this sure. many months of where it's gonna happen what, what is that about nick Foles could get hurt i mean anything could happen before this game i it seems absurd to me that there's a line for that game. But obviously, since we're going to play the win-loss
0: game, uh, I'm going to go win. Well, I mean, it's an early addition to ring the bell, but uh, I will say uh, I would go ahead and take the Jaguars and the points now before the draft because you don't know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> I mean, stick that in there. Uh, B, or Excuse me, Patrick Wall, what do you have
2: opening weekend, sir? Not only do I have a win, I think this is like the best possible situation for a week one game. I mean, a lot of times in week one, your team kind of is still feeling itself out. It's still sort of getting used to the offense or the defense and, and it can take a little bit of time to get clicking. But I think if you have a team like the Jags coming to your house, I feel like the gulf of talent there might make up for any rust that you might have going into the regular season. So I'd much rather have them week one than like a winnable game later in the season that you botch because it's the first game. Absolutely, so, yeah. W baby
0: yes and uh yeah t- I'm, I'm right there with you i mean teams turn around very fast I- i'll consider this a you know fifth week preseason game until i see otherwise <laughs> in the in the in the draft purposes but then james zelter monday night football a primetime game week two andrew luck we go and say hello to the lucas oil stadium 8 30 what do you think
1: i think that's a loss john i think it's a tough spot oh! for the birds i think that's a <laughs> tough spot uh, you know, the Colts, uh, you know, it's Andrew Luck. How, how can you bet against Andrew Luck in a primetime game? I think that's going to be the new, uh, for years you said, don't bet against Peyton Manning in a primetime game. I think the new uh, adage is going to be, don't bet against Andrew Luck in a primetime game. Boo.
2: Lazy journalism. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> P. Wall, who you got? I actually have a loss, too. <laughs> um. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I've mined. Boo. No, I, I I think this could go either way. Uh, but you know, it being early in the season and it being an away game, um, I think the Eagles are going to be fired up, and I obviously hope they win. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to temper my expectations here, and I'm gonna give it a, an L.
0: B.L.G. Colts Monday Night Football.
3: I actually have this as the fourth uh best game on the on the schedule this yeah, season i did, I did a post that. today yes the the best ranking the best and worst games on bgn and it's my fourth because it's nick Foles versus andrew luck both quarterbacks taking the 2012 draft class obviously luck has the prestige of the number one pick and you know he has the talent and everything but Foles has the numbers so far and you know it's not so close so that's that's going to be an interesting one to see and I just kind of like playing the Colts for whatever reason. You know, we don't we don't play them too often. Uh, the game in 2010, that that's probably one of my, yeah, that game was awesome. And I, I love that game. And it's still, you know, I always think back to that game, man, what a fun game. I mean, obviously Peyton Manning isn't there anymore, but I still think it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm taking a win there.
1: I think the thing I think the thing we have to take out of that was that BLG just said that Nick Foles is better than Andrew Luck. So. Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not ready to declare that by any means uh, on this side of it, but I do agree with the win. I think uh, the Colts had, having that uh, Broncos matchup, uh, you know, uh, from the week before is going to be nice and tough. You know, Andrew Luck's great; he's bailed uh, the team out a bunch. Still don't like his wide receiving core. Still hate his defense. I like an Eagles in a steal on Monday Night Football there. As we uh, go to the next game, very overhyped thing probably coming on this one. Sunday, September 21st at home on Fox. Patrick Wall, Deshaun Jackson comes into town with the Washington Redskins. Who you got there? Who's Deshaun Jackson?
2: (laughs) He's that guy. Oh, that guy from that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Win, please. I'll take a win. W. I will... uh...
0: also take the W there. So I got him out of the gate, 3-0. and Brandon Lee Gouton. who do you have? Um, I mean, I
3: don't really know who Deshaun Jackson is, but I'll just take the win.
0: <laughs> also starting out 3-0, and
1: James Zeltzer. What's going on there? I think that's the lock of the season right here. Lock of the season. Ooh. There is no way they let this guy come back into our building I like the fact that it's a a 1 o'clock game. I think it takes a little bit of the edge off. You don't have to wait all day to kind of get out there and hear the Deshaun stuff all day. I I think this is a clear win for the Birds.
0: Lock it up. And if you call right now, the 900 number is... uh, (laughs) Plus, plus here's the (laughs) thing.
1: Plus, one other thing, the, the Redskins uh, open the season against Houston and Jacksonville. Very decent chance they're 2 and 0 coming in. There's a, a literal 0% chance the Redskins start the season 3 0. So. Yeah,
0: I like your style, my friend. I like your style as we make our way back to BLG starting out at the top. Sunday, they go to the West Coast. It's going to be a tough matchup. Is Alden Smith there? Maybe not, uh, but it, they got to play him regardless. 425 start on Fox brandley gouton against the san francisco 49ers i'm not
3: feeling good about this one i just don't have a good feeling it's kind of like almost like the broncos game last year everyone kind of just knew that was going to be a loss before it started uh i mean you're in san francisco you just you have that chip kelly uh jim harbaugh dynamic which i think is fun but i don't i just don't know if that's going to be a good one i think the niners you know they're a tough team already they have 11 draft picks this year they're going to add some more talent yeah, you know, that's a tough one. I'm taking a loss.
0: Lost three and one now for BLG. James Zeltzer, San Francisco.
1: I think they get they get back to 500 here. I, I'm with BLG. I, I just going in again. You know, hard to predict these things uh, four months out or whatever it is, but five months out. Um, <laughs> I I think this is a loss for the Birds. I think the Niners are are just physical, tough, especially in their own building. Going across the country, uh, I think this is a loss, especially coming after the the emotional high of beating the pants off Deshaun and the Redskins the week before. Patrick, Wall, San Francisco.
2: God, I really am like hive-minding it today, aren't I? It's a loss, I think. Um, I I think I agree completely with what James is saying. You know, if you're coming off of a win against a division opponent, that's a big deal anyway. Uh, It being the Deshaun game makes it bigger, and then I think it makes it more difficult to have to travel uh, from the East Coast to the West Coast. Not to mention the Niners are kind of an okay team, um, given that one an L.
0: BLG had, in his article, had this at 12 of, of his most interesting games on the schedule. And I think this needs to be bumped up definitely into the top 10. Might creep in that are the 7 or 8 range because Harbaugh versus Chip Kelly, just like BLG said, is was awesome in college. And I think it continues to be awesome in the NFL. I think there is an enormous amount of Jim Harbaugh flipping out. I think there's a lot of Chip Kelly uh, mind-screwing there. But again, I'm with the hive mind on this one, and I have them now at 3-1 and after four weeks. And then, Mr. Patrick Wall, uh, the Rams come into town at 1 o'clock game on Fox. Who do you got there?
2: Well, I don't know, guys. It's against Sam Bradford. I'm a little scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a win. Uh, You know, who scares you on that team? Tavon Austin? Yeah, that's a win. Uh,
3: What's his name? The defensive lineman. That's it.
2: Mm, that guy. Robert oh, that Quinn. Guy. Yes, Robert Quinn. Don't sleep on Pete, fellas <laughs> yeah, in the he second
0: year. Me. I'm just saying. I, I think I think St. Louis is gonna be a little better than people are expecting. But James <sighs> Elter, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree it's a win, but you know who scares me on the Rams? Sammy Watkins. What a great pick by the Rams. There. <laughs> He's gonna be fun to watch. I, I think he explodes for a hundred and a touchdown. Uh but I think the Eagles handle the Rams, especially at home. I agree. B L G.
3: Well, this is well, this- the only game on the Eagles' schedule where they have to face a team coming off its bye. So the Rams will be well-rested. And, yeah, I have to give some respect to the Rams. They were probably easily, like, the best team that finished fourth in their division, you know, because their division was so tough, because you have the Cardinals, uh, who probably should have made the playoffs, uh, and then you have, you know, the, the 49ers and the Seahawks. So, you know, that's that's they're not a terrible team, but it, to me, you know, Patrick said it first, it comes back to Sam bradford some like to call him sam badford i mean i just <laughs> so,
1: yeah,
3: that's terrible but uh he's just i don't get it with him he's just so unimpressive to me so you know I'm, i have to give this one to the eagles
0: all right i um uh pfft. i'm gonna i'm gonna chalk it up as a loss fellas i'm not gonna lie to you uh, I, I i i think it's uh i don't even know if i wouldn't even define it as a trap game i think st louis might not have Sam Bradford starting uh, by then, but that's just a, an interesting uh, little tidbit that I made a stupid prediction that I'm probably doing. Uh, so
1: hold up. You're saying it's a win because of Kellen Clemens? I'm confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's a win because they might have a quarterback that might take over Sam Bradford that they drafted. uh I, I'm just, you know, on a whim, which gonna is going to be Johnny 100% wrong. And-
2: We're going to see Johnny football and Teddy Bridgewater this season in the first five weeks.
0: Oh, man.
2: But James Elter,
0: we get the Sunday night New York football giants coming
1: in the next week. What do you got there? I got a win. Four and two. Anytime Chris Collinsworth is in the building, you know the Eagles are going to show up. Uh, That's not always true, but I felt like it it sounded good. No, I I actually, I I think the Giants are in for another rough season. Uh, I just don't like the way the roster is constructed. And, you know, I think there's a very good chance Walter Thurman actually gives up a touchdown, believe it or not. So I I, I see this as a win. The Eagles at four and two into the bye. BLG. Oh,
3: man. Giants, Eagles, Sunday night football. I mean, that's great. Last year, you know, I kind of felt robbed of the, the usual Eagles-Giants game because we had that terrible second Eagles-Giants game where Michael Vick started and he probably shouldn't even start it. and then Matt Barkley came into play and the Eagles would have almost been shut out if it were not for that lucky fluke Giants uh, long snapper kind of just totally snapping the ball into the end zone and Najee Good recovering it. So I kind of feel like the Eagles are... Do for a good Giants game this year. And what better way to start it on Sunday Night Football? That's a win.
0: Bam. So you are at, uh, wow, you got 5-1 and out of the gate there, my friend. That's that's not
2: too shabby. Mr. Uh, Patrick Wall, what do you got? I got a win. I think uh, the Giants are going to be better than everyone says they're going to be. I just, you know, everybody seems to think they're going to have, like, the first pick in the draft next year. They're going to be so bad. But, you know, we always play them tough. They always play us tough why these games are on sunday night football um it's going to be physical it's a perfect time for the bye too because those games are always just just smackdowns so i think we got a win in a hard-fought game a well-deserved bye week the next week
0: lock of the year book it for a win with the eagles so right now just to catch you up we uh james patrick and i all have them at four and two brandon's got a five at one going into the bye not a bad start not a bad start at all. Coming out of the bye, Mister BLG, we have the Arizona Cardinals in uh, Phoenix, which is always difficult. What do you got going on there?
3: Last year, when the Eagles lost to the Cardinals, Bruce Arians he didn't all right he didn't officially complain or whatever, but you know he was like, oh, he's kind of had sour grapes, and he was talking about you know how he's gonna send uh, like a, a big tape of plays to the league office, you know, to kind of make sure officiating is good. Isn't that I mean? Come on.
0: whining. At that point. Uh, though? It,
3: it almost <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, I feel like that's almost a revenge game, even though the Eagles won. It's like it's kind of like, you know, like a boxing match where, you know, the you know, the one guy wins, but you kind of feel like you have to beat him again just to prove a point. So I feel like that's another win for the Eagles right there.
0: James Zelter, Arizona Cardinals.
1: I, I'm actually gonna agree with BLG. I think it's a win. Uh you look at the Cardinals schedule before that game they got at Denver home to Washington. At Oakland, uh, you figure out Denver's a win, but I think, or excuse me, at Denver's a loss, but then those next two are wins. I think the Cardinals might be smelling themselves a little bit going into that game. Mm. Uh, uh, and in addition, I think Eagles first-round pick Odell Beckham has a monster game <laughs> against, <laughs> against Patrick Peterson,
2: and the Eagles find a way to win. P. Wall? This is a game I had the most trouble with. I think the Cardinals are a, are a legitimately good team. We're going to their building where they beat us last time. On That game was just like the worst game you've ever watched with Vic fumbling on the goal line. and Let's just pretend that game never happened. But last year's game was also very physical. It was very close. Um, I went back and forth on this one a lot, but I'm going to give it the dub. I Whoa. think we win this one
0: we got dub 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 and we got the guy sticking his thumb down saying no sir. The Arizona Cardinals are very tough to play away. I, I they're a completely different team and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, it can be really crappy. They still kind of pull out victories there. So I got that as a loss. I got them 4 and 3 right now. James and Patrick at 5 and 2, Brandon at 7 and 1 as we head into Houston uh the next week and I'll start this one off and say second lock of the year, because I don't trust Bill O'Brien uh, any farther than I can throw him, and I think they're, they are they uh, are a long ways away from being a decent team again. I got that one as a solid win right there. As we move to Mr. Patrick Wall, what do you got in Houston?
2: I feel like this could be one of those trap games, especially if the Eagles are coming off of a series of wins. They're coming off a three-game winning streak. I feel like this could be Minnesota all over again. But it is the homecoming for half of our team. So I think the emotions will be riding high and the Eagles will pull this one out in Houston.
3: The Houston Texans went 2-14 and 14 last year. Both of their wins required major comeback efforts, one over the Chargers and then one over the uh, Titans, I believe. I mean, this team couldn't beat anyone last year. Matt Schaub is gone. Uh, I guess they brought in, what's his name, from the, uh, the Titans and he used to be on the Bills. Who was that? Uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, Yeah. So I guess, I mean, unless they draft someone, maybe he's the starter. Again, I just, I don't believe in the quarterback enough to be able to pick them. But again, you know, this team was supposed to be pretty good last year. You know, people thought they were going to be a good team. So maybe they, you know, maybe it's not a rebuild needed. Maybe it's a reload situation. I don't know. I'm going to take a win for the Eagles still.
1: Yeah, I think it's a win. I I think it is a rebuild. I don't think it's a reload, but I I disagree with you, John. I I think Bill O'Brien's going to be a really good coach on this (laughs) level. I do. I think he's a leader of men. I I love the guy. I'm not even a Penn State guy, uh, but I I think he's just – I think he's a leader. I believe in the guy, but I think it's going to take him a little while to get going, so I think despite – Three sacks for Jadavion Clowney in the game. I, I think the Texans uh, <laughs> still lose the game. Uh, I think the Eagles come out with the win there. Yeah, well, you know, Charlie Weiss with a skinnier frame.
0: That's all I kind of see in that, man. As we had another Monday night football game coming in uh, is the Carolina Panthers. Jason Avant saying hello uh, to, and who knows what's going to be happening with Cam Newton at that point. So uh, uh, where are we at? Uh, Brandon. Where are we got for Monday Night Football? I mean, who are
3: the Panthers' wide receivers? I mean, I, I was looking at their depth chart a couple of weeks ago, and Marvin McNutt was one of the top two receivers <laughs> on their team. I mean, I hate to boil it down to something as simple as that, but I mean, you know, you think about this Eagles secondary and their cornerbacks and everything, and you go into every week being like, oh, you know, we have to face these tough wide receivers. I mean, the Panthers almost just have no one at wide receiver. Obviously, the draft, you know, maybe they pick up someone there. We'll see. I feel like, you know, this has to be another Eagles
1: win on Monday Night Football. I actually think that, you know how every year there's that team that was great the year before and just completely drops off the table? I think the Panthers are that team this year. The whole Cam Newton thing, the literal lack of talent, period, anywhere on offense. I do think the defense will be be good. I think that'll win them a couple games, but... I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if the Panthers are a 6-10, and 5-11 team this year. Uh, I think the Ooh. Eagles win that one easily. I, I think that's an easy win for the Eagles.
2: I don't see it quite like that. Um, it's interesting because if you go by everyone's schedules, I think uh, pretty much all of us have the Eagles on a four-game winning streak right now. Um, and those always make me nervous. <laughs> but I think, like everybody else said, that offense— I think is going to be one of the few teams on the schedule that you look at and say, yeah, our defense can handle them, um, with the possible exception of Cam Newton, obviously. Um, But if this game were in Carolina, I might have more hesitation about it, but I think because it's at home, it's prime time, you know the crowd's going to be fired up. I think that's a W for the Eagles.
0: I think Carolina is decimated at this point, and their best chance to win anything was last year. Granted, the defense is still going to be pretty well intact, but if you don't have Cam Newton starting uh, for a couple of weeks, whatever it's going to be, three to four, and then you add that wide receiver core on, and who knows what they're going to draft, obviously. I just don't see this being a great team, so I will mark that as a win, too, and it to catch us up now. So that's eight and one that Brandon has us at after nine weeks and uh, James and Patrick uh, just a little bit lower, seven and two. I've got them riding high at six and three as they head into the frozen tundra, uh, which is going to be a little nippy. It's going to be in November and uh, the green Bay Packers Fox Sunday, one o'clock James Seltzer. What's happening?
1: I think this is where the losing streak starts, fellas. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think this is a loss. Uh, You know, we got lucky this past season going into green Bay and, Facing Seneca Wallace and Scott Tolzien, you know, that game couldn't have played out any better for the Eagles. I think this year we got a healthy Aaron Rodgers. I think we got a a frozen tundra and, uh, you know, looking ahead uh, after such a, I mean, we, you know, a few of us haven't been a five, four, five, six game winning streak here. Uh, I think this is a
2: stone cold
1: loss for the birds.
2: Yeah. I think James and I should just, you know, go (laughs) retire to the (laughs) post together. (laughs) (laughs) I get a loss too. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think it could even be a heartbreaker. Um, But I think, like I said before, I think when the Eagles are on a run like like the hypothetical one, we all have them on now, um, I think it almost makes it more dangerous to go play a team like the Packers. Um, It would be fun to see maybe a QB duel. Maybe this is a a game where Foles shines in a loss type of thing. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not seeing an Eagles win here. Uh,
0: unfortunately for the Eagles, uh, Nick Foles twists his ankle midway through this <gasps> one and Mark Sanchez has to come out and finish the game. <laughs> so this, oh my friends, is an Eagles loss for me as well. Brandon Legatton, who do you have?
3: Simple as this, Aaron Rodgers
0: loss. <laughs> All right, going around the horn then. So, uh, Mr. Patrick Wall, there is a, a you know, a, a little bit of a, a, a downswing there. And then the Tennessee Titans come in CBS one o'clock that next Sunday. Who do you got there?
2: I said that the Cardinals game was, or the, sorry, the Texans game was a possible trap game. I see the Titans game is like red lights all over the place. Warning, danger, danger, Will Robinson. This is like the ultimate trap game to me. Um, I think it's a win, but I'm not super confident saying it's a win.
1: Yeah, I I think, uh, Patrick, we were kind of in the same direction there, but I think this is a loss. Uh, You know, every year Minnesota, you know, there's always a game that the Eagles are supposed to win. They're riding high going into it. Everyone says they're going to win. They're a big favorite, Uh, and I think this is that loss. Uh, I like Jake Locker. Uh, I've you know I've been a Jake Locker fan for a while. I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to play well this year. I think if he had not gotten hurt last year they would have uh, ended up with a little bit better season. So uh, this is going to be that game for me where the Eagles should win and don't.
3: Yeah. I ranked this at the very, very bottom of my <laughs> rankings. Cause it just feels like a random game to me. Like I, I have no sense of like what storyline there is here, like what I'm supposed to be interested by. It just, I, I don't know. So yeah, I'll just take a loss just because of that.
0: Loss. Uh, luckily, You know, Nick Foles' sprained ankle is not serious. However, Chip Kelly does not announce who his starting quarterback is until the day of the game. Nick Foles is ready to go, drops a freaking A-bomb all over the place, and it's a route, and it's over by the third quarter. That's a win for the Philadelphia Eagles. As uh, BLG, we uh, make our way to probably the most awesome game on the top of my list and yours all favorite. Get your turkey legs out, pour some extra gravy all over your body, lather yourself up. It's time for a Thanksgiving Day game against the Cowboys in Dallas. Where we, What do you have there, BLG?
3: This is the big one. This is the game of the year right here. Eagles-Dallas Thanksgiving afternoon. It's the big one. The Eagles are 4-1 and one on Thanksgiving games. The last time they played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, you may have heard of this game. It's a little something we like to call the Bounty Bowl. And the Philadelphia Eagles won 27 to 0 They're going to win again here.
1: I said losing streak for a reason uh, in the last 10, yeah, in the last 10 Thanksgivings, the Cowboys are seven and three. Uh, I think the Cowboys, especially it being the first time we're playing them after, you know, the Kyle Orton to Brandon Boykin end to their season uh, with the playoffs on the line. I think the Cowboys come out fired up. I think Tony Romo is having a good season up to that point. And uh, I think the Cowboys beat us. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a loss for the Eagles on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, everyone goes to sleep early and sad.
2: Well, James, what size ring do you wear? <laughs> because we're just so in sync here. It must be love. I got this one as a loss, too. I think the Cowboys just cannot wait to get back at us, especially at the site of where they have lost – the chance to go to the playoffs for what seems like the last 15 years. Um It's on Thanksgiving. They know everyone's going to be watching. We're going to have Troy Buck or Troy Buck. We're going to have uh, Troy. Let's just go with that. Let's just go with Bucket. that. Don't edit that out. That's good. That's gold. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just, I think, it, again, it's going to be close. It's going to be physical, but I don't see it as a win.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. What's wrong Sorry. with you guys? All this cowboy bashing we've done on the offseason, changing coordinators. Now, Romo having a ridiculous salary cap you crush them it's over baby it's good it's
2: it's time
1: to play on the road on
0: thursday oh stuff it with your ear oakland almost beat the crap out of him last year if you do this again with kiffin no no changes hardly anything there this is a route again mark it down the eagles freaking crush these guys i have a miracle whip sandwich just by myself at midnight just so i can sleep and calm my excitement down next week (laughs) the biggest game i think is that is on the schedule the toughest the biggest litmus test James Zelter, Seattle Seahawks come into town. Who do you have there?
1: This is a loss as well. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to be a downer. I had them at seven and two. They're gonna be at seven and six what? after this game. I think the season is gonna come down to those three games that we're about to get to against the NFC East. I, I just I think the Seahawks are too good. I don't care if it's in our building. I, you know, I just think they're physical. They're tough. They're a bad matchup for us. I I I think the Seahawks win this game. Loss. Super Bowl champs. It's a loss. Out.
2: I think this could be not only will I think will this be a loss, but I'm worried that it could be a demoralizing loss. So in a way, I'm sort of glad that we have the NFC East at the end of the schedule here because you can't start to feel sorry for yourself. One thing that is interesting about this game, though, is that both teams will be coming off of 10 days rest as Mm. both teams are playing on Thanksgiving. Yes,
0: they are the defending Super Bowl champions. Yes, they have the toughest defense in the land, no, they will not beat the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Coming west, the old gambler in me saying west coast to east coast doesn't work out that well. It is one of the best games of the year that Eagles fans will witness. It's going to be pulled out with a last-second touchdown by yours truly, Mr. Shady McCoy. Yours truly, what am I? <laughs> McCoy? I want to oh, be LaShawn McCoy so bad. I'm. I'm Ring, the Ring the bell. I'm Give me the ball. Uh, Sean McCoy goes in, scores the game-winning touchdown. Everybody goes crazy, and that makes the wonderful boys in green nine and four by Mike's schedule. So we have uh, also uh, what eight and four for Brandon. Is that enough games? It's not. Uh, <laughs> you have them at nine and four right now, then Brandon, right?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: James has them at. Six no, that's not seven a and six. seven yeah. and six Yeah, seven and six along with his beautiful wife patrick wall over at seven and six and we head back or excuse me dallas comes back into town for a little bit of a sunday night football uh, patrick wall what do you have there
2: sunday night cowboys just beat you two weeks ago it's desperation time because you've got to make the playoffs and you've got to make up ground against the nfc east this is my crushing the cowboys game This is the statement game on national television saying, hey, we are to be taken seriously in the playoffs. Get these NFC East wannabes out of our house. This division is ours. Big win by the Eagles. BLG. Sweep. Sweep them. Woo! not only is this the night we
1: crush the cowboys but this is the night patrick wall and i have our civil union together
2: because <laughs> they're all invited uh,
1: everyone's invited exactly uh now yeah i'll go back to my chris collinsworth theory uh, i think this game is lock city i think they need this game i think they take this game i think the cowboys are just not going to be that good a team i think the thursday thing is more of a thursday thanksgiving thing i, I think this is a, a a lock win for the birds so the uh as we move along the redskins
0: invite us down to dc either going to be on cbs or the nfl network so i guess locally it'll be on cbs kevin harlan hopefully he'll have the call and you know i can rub my nipples together and feel good because i think he's the best in the business and uh the redskins will hand us a nice big fat
1: loss there fellas that's what i think is going to happen james Elser, what do you got uh, this is a win. We're not losing to Deshaun this year. I'm just, I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> Deshaun will not win a game against the Eagles. Uh, I do think, I think, based on the way my schedule is kind of broken down here, uh, it's a game the Eagles will need to win, and, and I think they do win. I, I just don't think the Redskins are that good a team, you know, Deshaun or not. Uh, you know, yes, their they're offense, they've got a lot of talent, a lot of pieces. Uh, who knows if RG3 will be playing at this point in the season, But more so that defense is is dog crap. Uh, And I I think the the Eagles take advantage of it. I I don't think they stop our offense.
3: I think the Eagles lose here, but I I think it doesn't – well, it's it's weird for me to say it doesn't matter. What I mean by that is I think the Redskins aren't going to be competitive at that point in terms of being in the race for the NFC East. So I think it's not going to be a loss that matters head-to-head-wise. So, I still think it's a loss, though. So, I'm taking L.
2: You negadelphians! I'm taking the Eagles in a win. <laughs> I think, yeah. What are you talking I think about?
0: The... You got them losing like four or five straight.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I have them losing uh, two straight. Come all on. Right, all right, fair enough. Whatever James has is what I have. <laughs> I think the Redskins are actually going to be the closest competition for the uh, crown here, for the NFC's crown. Uh, not sure how close that race is going to be by week 16, uh, but I still think this is going to be a must win game. And, um, you know, I think the better team is going to come out, and I think the Eagles are that better team. Uh,
0: yeah, you know what? I kind of, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think, I, I do think Washington's in the mix this year. I, I do think that. Not because of anything in particular. I, I just think that they'll be better than three and crap. Uh, so as that looks in, The New York Giants, we go up to the Meadowlands to finish out the season. Sunday night, 1 o'clock, on Fox. Patrick Wall, what happens
2: there? Hopefully, by this point, we're resting starters. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? But uh, in reality, I think the Eagles pull it out. I think they get their 11th win and get to celebrate an NFC East crown in the Meadowlands.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Patrick there. I think it's a win. But do you guys remember the last time the Eagles played the New York Giants in Week 17? It wasn't so good. It was Andy Reid's last game as <laughs> the Eagles head coach, and it was a 42-7 loss. <laughs> so let's go. Oh, Robot James. Robot is James. Is that just me? Yeah, Robot James.
1: It's an easy
0: fix, guys. <laughs> uh,
3: so that's a loss.
0: James Elter. Fun fact, guys. Oh,
3: wait, or a yes, win. Go sorry, ahead. a win. That's yeah. a win. Oh, sorry.
2: Go ahead, Patrick. Fun fact, guys. Can you name the last quarterback to play under Andy Reid as an Eagles head coach? In that game, Trent who Edwards. was the last quarterback to play?
1: Mike Kafka. No, I'm kidding. I know it's not Mike Kafka.
2: <laughs> is
0: it Trent Edwards? It is Trent Edwards. Yeah.
1: Hey! Good
0: job, BLG. Yeah, of course. You are the uh, the all-knowledgeable, of course. Uh, Trent Edwards. Jay, uh, James Eltern uh, Metal Lands, final game of the year. Who do you got?
1: I think again this is a win. I, I actually agree. I don't I don't know if this game's gonna be necessary. I, I think the NFC East is gonna be awful this season and I think nine and seven might take it. Uh but I have them going ten and six with this win. I think they go into the Meadowlands and beat the Giants. I again I said it before, I'll say it again. I, I don't think the Giants are gonna be very good this season. I, I'm really unimpressed with the way the roster is constructed. I just don't think it's a very good football team, so I think it's a W. Screw that forty-two and seven game. Eagles win. Uh,
0: I agree with everybody here. They definitely win this. Is this is my third guaranteed lock of the year? Um, I think this ends up being a total reversal. I think the Giants are way on their way out. I think we crush them, and Coughlin gets the old I O oh, this time. I think he's done Ooh. after this year, and I think yeah. they make a complete change in New York. I think you see a lot of Eli Manning uh, faces and a lot of Sports Center coverage on why the Giants are so bad. So as we total everything up here, I can't believe it. We we are basically saying the same things here. Patrick, Brandon, and me all have them at eleven and five. James goes with the modest ten and six. Uh, are we homers or do we believe that this team is actually going to make that much of a jump step forward there, BLG?
3: Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, you're always going to be a little bit more optimistic when the schedule comes out. Because, I mean, you know, it, it's fun to look at things like this and say, oh, you know, this is a win, this is a loss. But, I mean, so many things change, so much parity. But I do think the Eagles can be competitive, definitely. You know, they were a great team. Well, you know, they were a 10-6 team last year. A lot of people say... They're only that good because they beat up on bad teams. Oh, well, that's a little bit true. They also played, you know, a Bears team that could have clinched the playoffs. They played an Arizona Cardinals team that was trying to make the playoffs. They beat a, a Lions team that pretty much was lined up to win the NFC North and blew it. And, you know, they they could have been a playoff team, although they were pretty bad. So they they did beat some good teams. And, I you know, I think an extra year of being in Chip Kelly's program for everyone and bringing in some more pieces on the defense who fit the 3-4, and most importantly, bringing in another draft class in a couple of weeks. You know, the Eagles have brought in a pretty good draft class in 2012, 2013. You know, maybe 2014 is another year of adding young talent to this team, and I, and I do think they will easily be competitive in an NFC East that wasn't very good last year.
0: Yeah, James, I heard a lot today. I, I feel as though a lot of people think that the Eagles won't get better, that they've gotten worse, that they'll regress, that Nick Foles will regress. Do you buy any of that at all?
1: Well, I mean, it's one thing to say Nick Foles will regress from twenty nine and two. Yeah. You know, obviously, I don't think he's going to do that again. But I, I'm a big believer in Chip Kelly. I've said it before on this podcast. I I, I believe in the program. I believe in what he's trying to. You know. Institute in that building with this team, with his philosophy. Uh, I I do think they're going to be a better team. I know I have them at 10 and six, but I think it's a tougher schedule. I think 10 and six means a little bit more this year. Um, And again, you know, you're playing the AFC crap. You're playing pretty much the worst division in football for your AFC team, uh, AFC teams you're facing. So I I just believe they're going to improve in year two under Chip Kelly. I, I know the Deshaun thing has a lot of people worried, but, you know, you know, you're getting Darren Sproles, you're getting Macklin back, you know, as far as pieces go on the offensive side. You know who knows who will get in the draft. I, I really don't think there's going to be a, a drop off. Uh, I think they improve in year two. I think it's ten and six, but it's a stronger ten and six. I actually think they're a better football team this year than last
2: year. I think my prediction of eleven and five might be a little homerific. Um, obviously, I'd be thrilled with that, but um, in a way, I'm sort of not counting on it. Uh, I think the Eagles are a better team than they were last year. I think their schedule is harder, so maybe the same results in a numbers win-loss record uh, standing makes sense. I think it's interesting when you look at the schedule, you play some of the worst teams in the league. I think you play three out of the top five teams in draft order this year, but you also play the Super Bowl champions and a handful of really good teams or teams that were really good last year. Um, So in a way, I think it's almost sort of a wash. You know, I think... It's tough to do this now. It's fun, but it's tough because we don't know what the draft class is going to look like. Um, But, you know, I'm still excited. I still think the Eagles are going to be a good team. I think they're going to win the NFC East pretty easily. And, um, you know, the next progression for a Chip Kelly team is to win a playoff game at home.
1: I was just going to agree with my husband there, and or future husband, I should say, sorry. Agree with my future husband and say that, you know, this whole practice and you hear it done on radio and you hear it on Twitter or see it on Twitter and you see it everywhere it is obviously a joke. Uh, you know, football is the kind of game where there's so much that can happen there's so much luck involved there are so many injuries that will happen between now and the end of the season that that making these kinds of predictions are are really a joke uh but i do think that this team will be better and i think it will be noticeable on the field i think that they will take a step forward, and whether it's a 9-7 and seven step forward or a 12-4 and four step forward, none of us know. But I, I do think they'll win the NFC East. I think they're better than the other three teams in the division, and, and I think it will be something that we will notice and say, you know, this looks like a better football team. We'll have more confidence going into whatever playoff game it is that we're playing in.
0: Absolutely, and it's the thing is, I have an 11-5 as well, but I expect 11-5. and Because when I look at the schedule, I don't think it's as hard as people are making it out to be. From Houston to Seattle, where, uh, you know, Seattle is the toughest game on the schedule. Obviously, I'm giving respect to that whole crew. But from Houston, you got Houston, Carolina, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Dallas. That's five games that are easily winnable. None of those guys are going to be dominant. They might be good. Some of them might surprise us, but they're not going to be great. Uh, you have the Jaguars. I know everybody loves the Colts, but there's still a lot of things that team has to do. It's still improving. Ursay is, as a general manager and owner, well, he's not a GM, but as an owner there, it, it made some uh, somewhat moves. Washington, fine, not dominant. Dallas, not dominant. New York, not dominant. I mean, this I expect 11 wins, and I expect a playoff victory. That's what it comes down to. Anything less than that? It's a disappointment. We've started the bar now. You, I, I didn't expect anything this year. You got uh, uh, an overachievement. You made it into the playoffs, and that's great. Now I want this team to be running on a better engine, and I have confidence that they can do it. So that's why I think they can go eleven and five here. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, yeah. at least six
3: prime time games this year and then they're probably going to have you know a couple of these afternoon games which are going to be like the national tv games so obviously the eagles have caught the eye of the schedule makers i think everyone wants to see chip kelly's offense i think everyone wants to see nick Foles. it's going to be a fun year because they're going to be on national tv and everyone's going to get to see him hopefully you know they they hold up to their end of the bargain
1: yeah, I, uh, my thing is I'm kind of worried that Ryan Grigson is going to start attacking this podcast because he just called Jim Irsay <laughs> the GM of the Colts. I know,
0: I know. I was just like, wait, whoops, whoopsies. <laughs> That's not right. He's not almost Jerry Jones, but he could be if he wanted to. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, you know, we went through a, a bunch of stuff here. We will save the uh, Wheel of Hypothetical for next week uh, when the draft draws near and we'll get uh, Mr. Mike Tay on here and talk about All that good stuff, but for now, for BLG, for James Zeltzer, for Mr. Patrick Wall, thank you so much for listening to BGN Radio, episode number 28. Fart. You've been listening to BGN Radio right here on bleedinggreennation.com.